Hello, beautiful people. This is the Kindness is Free podcast with me, your host, former Harlem Globetrotter, Herb Lifetime Lane. Each week, we'll have conversations with guests about life and the importance of spreading kindness throughout the world. Kindness is free, and we get to show the world that through kindness, anything is possible. Please subscribe and share now to keep up to date. And don't forget, be kind. Let's get this show started. Welcome to the Kindness is Free podcast with me, your host, Herb Lang. Today's guest is Joe Delagrave. Joe, I'm so excited. I'm so grateful that you decided to take time out to share some kindness, some goodwill, some energy, positive vibes, all that good stuff you have to offer to our visitors and our listeners today, man. So thank you for having us on, man. I'm, I'm excited. Um, I know you're down in training camp right now. We get to tell our listeners a little bit more about what, you know, that training that you're doing looks like, man. So again, thanks for being on. Herb, thanks for having me, man. I'm excited for the conversation. Uh, yeah, let's, let's rock and roll. Let's bring the energy and, and get to it. All right. Well, hey, let's just start this thing off for sure by telling our listeners, let our listeners know a little bit about Joe. Yeah, well, here's the deal. Um, where I'm at right now is training camp, and, and that's a big part of my story. I, I play wheelchair rugby for the national team. Um, the last 13 years, I've been on the team, eight of them as one of the captains, and I've uh, been blessed to, to be through three different quads, uh, 2012, uh, where we won bronze 2016, where I was an alternate. And then hopefully here in 2020, that got switched to 2021 for the Tokyo Paralympic Games. So that's kind of the present career. Um, but hopefully I'll tell you a little bit about how, how I got there and everything like that. So Wow, man, Tokyo. So, I mean, I mean, that's super exciting. And you did mention that you're at training camp uh, and you told me that you were down in Birmingham, Alabama, and you're training for rugby, wheelchair rugby. Tell us a little bit about this and how you got to this this point in your life. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, yeah, training for wheelchair rugby right now. Wheelchair rugby is played on a basketball court without the baskets. And the the easiest explanation is it's four on four. And it's like when you when you when you click on it, it looks a little different. It's like kind of an oxymoron. You're like, why are these crippled people chasing each other around trying to make each other more crippled type of thing? It's, it's a very <laughs> weird thing where like we're crashing into each other, but it's, it's an amazing game. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, of strategy involved in it. There's a lot of, um, you know, it's a physical sport. So the physicality and then and, and the, the strategy really got me excited about the sport. And that's kind of how I fell in love. But um, before that, um, I had been a college football player, played tight end uh, for a D2 school and and was like living out the dream man i was so excited to play a college sport and uh get an education and and uh in between my freshman and sophomore year i ended up uh breaking my neck i was on a freak boating accident it was like a july 10 2004 beautiful sunny day 75 degrees beautiful midwest summer day and my buddy was driving the boat in a back slough and you never know how deep or shallow the water is and so what happened is he hit the, the bottom of the river accidentally. I was sitting in the boat, not doing anything stupid, just chilling, sitting, enjoying the day, flew backwards, hit my head on the front of the boat, um, inside the boat, and broke my neck at the C6 and 7 level. So 6 and 7 vertebrae down from the base of your skull, um, right in my neck. And so in a split second, I went from 6'5", 260 pounds to paralyzed. Wow. At 19 years old. And so like at 19, you, you feel invincible, man. You, I mean, it's like you got the world at your fingertips. You're just about ready to start life. 
outside of your parents' home and, and this happens. And obviously it wasn't something I expected or wanted or uh, needed in my life. It was just like, boom, split second. My life has completely changed. Man, thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us. And so uh, with this accident happening in your life, what was it? Uh, 2004, I think that you, um, I, I remember reading yeah, that. Yeah. How, how has your life been affected um, as of 2004? Like what, what type of obstacles have you faced? What type of, of wins? I know that you're married, right? Married with three kids. So can you tell yeah. us kind of what, what life kind of turned into after, after this accident? I mean, cause I can imagine that you spent several days in the hospital. You probably had a bunch of people coming to visit you. And let me remind the viewers, this is the listeners. This is the kindness is free podcast. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. I got my friend, Joe Delagrave, an Olympian, Paralympian on the call today. Super nice guy. I'm so happy to have him on. So yeah. Can you give us a little bit of what your life looked like after that accident happened? Yeah. Yeah. So let me reframe kind of a little bit when you're 19, I remember laying in, in the hospital bed and let me just kind of bring the audience in a second and, and just picture it. You're 19, you're laying in a hospital bed, your legs aren't moving. You can't feel your legs. Like it feel like someone else's legs when you're touching them. Yeah. Um, your arms can barely move, but at 19, you already have these questions swirling around in your head. You're thinking like, am I going to be able to, to have a family or a wife, or am I going to be able to find a job that I'm passionate about in this chair? Or am I going to be able to find something that brought me as much passion as sports did in my life? Cause they were so much a part of who I was and my identity. And I think a lot of times we all have those questions swirling around in our heads. And for me, when I was laying in that hospital bed, there's tubes coming out of my body. I can't move my legs. It's almost like I'm trapped in this hospital bed with these questions swirling around my head. And the beautiful thing of this story, and there's, man, at that moment, I'm, I'm just mad, I'm mad at God, I'm mad at everyone around me. I had an amazing support system around me, speaking of kindness, like so many people just pouring kindness and joy and, and love into my life. But I was mad, I was angry at the situation. And I'm going like, I worked so hard for my goals and my desires and my dreams. And all of a sudden they're gone. And I've got these questions swirling around in my head. And if I could go back to that 19 year old kid, I just tell him, just choose to be a victor. Choose that victor mindset every single time. Be a you victor and be a victor, not a victim, right? Exactly. And you cannot control your circumstances, but you, get, you do get to control the response to those circumstances. You get to get control of the choice. Um, and a lot of times I think we can, we, we play the blame game. We point that finger. Well, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I can't do it because this happened to me, or I can't do this because that happened to me. And, and I would tell my 19 year old self, I'd say, you know what, choose to try to find out how to get in this wheelchair, choose to find out how to dress yourself. It started with the sock. I got to put a sock on, or maybe I can put some pants on and a shirt. And it starts with just a little task and another little task and another little task. And all of a sudden, some of those questions that I had swirling around my head at 19 years old ended up getting answered where, you know, I've got a beautiful wife. I've got three beautiful kids. I've been able to get a, a, a undergrad and a graduate degree, like uh, outside of rugby success, but just the, the bigger picture of family and kids 
and uh, passionate about my sport, but more importantly, passionate about my purpose and my purpose of spreading the message that we get to be a, a victor if we choose to be a victor, not a victim. I love it, man. On the Kindness is Free podcast today, our guest is Joe Delagrave. You can find him at www.joedelagrave.com. Joe is also a keynote speaker. Joe, can you give us a little bit about some of the topics that you discuss when you're out speaking to a large audiences and, and inspiring people, kind of like I do myself. So that's one of the other things that we have in common is that we're keynote speakers and we're athletes. Yeah, man, absolutely. We need to get on a stage together. You can you can do your ball thing. Maybe I can get you in a wheelchair and smash into you type of thing. And it- <laughs> Hey, hey, let, let's make it happen, man. You know, when, a little bit when you were telling me the story, I just recently, you know, watched a show on Netflix called Penguin Bloom. Um, okay. It was it was about a, a lady, a family of three. She ended up falling off the top of a um, like a, a high story building and kind of breaking her back. And she ended up taking up rowing and she was inspired by her by her her husband, you know, who saw how she was suffering through this yeah. uh, through this tragic accident. And he wanted to do something to get her motivated. And like yourself, she um, she took up an, a, something else that inspired her and it became, you know, the rowing because she was always a, a water person. And then there's another show that I watched on Netflix, wheelchair basketball. I don't know if you had a chance to see that it called it's called the rebound. Um, yeah, it's about a wheelchair great. basketball team. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's really, really a, a real good movie. So yeah, man, can you tell our listeners a little bit about, you know, Joe, the keynote speaker? Yeah. So when I talk to people, I like to help them find and choose their victor mindset. It's all about resilience and overcoming obstacles. And a lot of times, like maybe some of us won't be able to overcome them, but we can find the opportunity within them. Uh, we can see that circumstance. For me, you know, a lot of people have talked over the years, like, Joe, you've overcome so much. And, and really, when you look at it, it's like, I got to choose to get in this chair every day. Like, I haven't overcame my paralysis. It's still there. But you got to choose to live in it and find the opportunity within it. And, and like I said before about that Victor mindset is just, I love um, inspiring people to inspire themselves. I don't want to, I don't want to sit up here and, and, and someone says, oh, Joe's in a wheelchair and he's inspiring. I want them to be inspired to turn it around, look in the mirror and be like, you know, I can take personal responsibility for my thought, my own thoughts, my actions, my feelings, like everything that goes along with it and empower them to say, man, I do have a choice. Like, yeah, my circumstances, I might not have had a dad growing up or I might have had a mom growing up or I might, I, you know, I maybe had a, a kid die or, or I lost my job or whatever, like whatever that circumstance is outside of your control. Yep, can't control it. But man, it's powerful when we go, you know what? We can respond to it in a positive way. We can respond to it uh, with kindness in certain yeah. situations. Like, that's so empowering to people. I think we forget that sometimes because it's in a, we live in a culture sometimes that we like to blame put the blame on other people, point the finger instead of, Hey, I'm going to look in the mirror. I'm going to empower myself. Well, that's why it's important that we have people like yourself and myself out there constantly reminding people, you know, the importance of, uh, you know, perseverance, the importance of being kind, the, the importance of determination and, and, and just having that grit. Uh, again, this is the kindness is free podcast. So I do have to ask you this, Joe, what, what does kindness, what does kindness mean to Joe? What is kindness? Kindness. What is kindness? mean to me man i think here's the deal and and i love this um but i think truly being kind and i and i think kindness goes hand in hand with love um i I think you know when you're spreading kindness you're definitely spreading love um but it's authentically right like there's times where especially like in your inner circle or with people that 
um, hold you accountable. They can be kind to you by saying, hey, man, you probably shouldn't do that. You need to pull back from that situation, right? Right. It's a kindness. Or it's like, so you can see most people aren't going around and be like, hey, don't encourage me because I've gotten way too much today. Like no one goes around saying that, right? So it's so easy to just go, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna speak into that person's life. I'm going to tell them, man, great job for this or great job, you know, whatever it would be. And just spreading that, but doing it authentically, like not giving praise just because we're giving praise, but doing it in an authentic way and be like, you know what? You really touched me today. Or it's like, you know what, Herb, thanks for having me on the podcast, man. That's kind of you. So like, it's such an action. It's an action to me uh, going around and giving that to people. So that's, that's, that, that's my thought on kindness. I love it, man. I love it. So I'm going to ask you this question, Joe. You've you've obviously traveled a lot with with the wheelchair rugby. Um, I think I saw that you were in London. Were you in London? Uh, for we were the a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I mean, like myself, you've done a little bit of traveling around the world, and in, in all these travels, um, who would you say is the kindest person that you've ever met, and what makes them stand out for you? Kindest person I've ever met in my world travel. I mean, I would get in trouble if I didn't. Well, she's not going to beat me up or anything, but. She might pop a wheel off my chair is what I joke. My wife, I mean, this is probably the kindest person I've ever met. I was, I, I was thinking, that. I was thinking that you were going to go there. So yeah, I, I'd love to hear more about your journey with your wife. I mean, yeah. how long you guys yeah. have been together and all the things that you guys have been through, because it, it is definitely a, a true test of time and commitment. Um, you know, the way you guys have, have worked out with three beautiful kids and, you know, just living, yeah. living the, the life to the fullest, the best you can with what you're given. Yeah, no, it's been a journey. I don't have to go around the world to find that. It's been, it's been with me. Uh, we, we started dating when we were 18. I broke my neck when I was 19. She was in the hospital every single day. I did end up breaking up with her after that because I was stupid. And but like, I needed to, I needed to, it was, it was a really good uh, period of time in my life looking back to like, really understand what I needed or what I wanted. And there's probably some pride stuff going on there too, where I was like, I got to, figure out if I love you as much as you love me, but she is one of the most kind people I've ever met. Um, she is strong. She's a strong, smart, independent woman. Um, and she will speak into my life in ways that where I need to be pulled back and restrained right. or ways that, Hey, maybe I need to be pushed or uplifted, but she's so good at it. And, uh, yeah, my wife, April is, is definitely probably the kindest person I've, I've met. I love it, man. What what would be some of the some of the resources with your with your setback, I guess, with, you know, with the accident, what would be some of the resources that have helped you most along the way? I think it's it's the people around you. Um, obviously, you know, I talk a lot about personal responsibility, looking in the mirror, but it's also getting a circle that believes in you, getting that tight circle, that tight group of people that are lifting you up, um, that tight group of people that are going to that are gonna um, be help you have boundaries and guardrails up. Like if you're on that tight highway and you're trying to get to your, and there's there need to be boundaries up, right? And there needs to be things that some roadblocks there that maybe that you don't need to go down. And I've always had that, um, and it's been really really important to me to have people around me to speak into me. I think a lot of times when we hear people say, um, we hear people say, well, don't listen to people and what they have to say, and it's like that's not human. Like we're gonna listen to people, but it's like. <laughs> understanding that person that's speaking into you, if they're valuable or not. And if you have a circle that you value, um, that will speak into you and speak into you what your worth and your value is, that's, uh, that's a, that's a pretty cool thing. So one of the things that I found out about you is that you like to sing, <laughs> but I won't yeah, ask you to sing. 
I'm not going to ask you to sing. I'm going to ask you to give our listeners a little bit of taste of something that you may have read or listened to recently that inspired you and that may inspire them as well. Man, you did some deep search on there. Some singing. Uh, something that I read. <laughs> I Preparation. Mean, yeah, yeah. I'm a faith guy. So, I mean, I'm, I'm going to try to open up my Bible every day. Um, I think I, a lot of times I don't do that enough. Um, and so getting the getting the the word in there that's for sure um one of my favorite um books by uh uh in the sporting world is by tony dungy tony dungy yeah uncommon ground um and so like you know uh, he was a coach for a long long time and you hear his players say he never swore has talk about kindness like and he just coached a different way in the nfl with all these alpha males um, and just doing it his way with culture, with grace, a lot of faith, um, and, and never, never raising his voice, but just the way he spoke. And I think is, he's definitely someone to look up to for sure. I, I love Coach Dungey, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan now, but I was definitely happy to see when Coach Dungey was able to win that, that championship up there in Indianapolis with uh, Peyton Manning and the rest of that crew. So, Joe, sure. I mean, myself, former athlete, former Harlem Globetrotter, traveled all around the world. I've had a chance to experience some amazing things. I mean, traveled to nearly 90 different countries around the world, done numerous television shows, met presidents, popes. And I feel like it all happened for the reason of what I, my purpose is today, and that's to spread kindness. Yes. What, what, do you, what would you say the silver lining is in the events that happened to you, and what have you found as your purpose, as a result of the things that have happened in your life? I think that's, that's great. That's so well put, man. Um, Herb, I think, and I would completely agree with you because I think those events that you've gone through, maybe I've gone through like, or, or, or you know, your accolades, right? The Globetrotter stuff and, and meeting people and being on TV, like that'll get you in the door. And then what you have to say, your content is going to keep opening doors. Um, and I think people want to hear authenticity that if I just go, Hey man, I'm a wizard army player and I've had a great career and, and everything's positive. I'll be like, well, that's not very relatable. <laughs> My life is, you know, so like talking about some dark stuff, talking about, Hey, when I was 19, I was mad. I was angry. Or like, you know, two years later and I'm falling out of my chair and I can't get back into my chair and I'm, I can't get like, you feel so helpless in that situation because People might not be able to put themselves in my shoes or my wheels or whatever it would be, but they were going to be able to relate to failing because we all fail. And then it's a matter of like, are we going to turn that into being a failure um, or are we going to choose to be a victor? Right. And so like um, talking through that stuff, I mean, one of the biggest pivots in my life was 2016 when I missed the, the, the opportunity to go to the Paralympics. I was an alternate. And so I was cut from that team as um and, and, you know, for whatever reason, the coaches didn't want me. But at the same time, I got to respond. I'm still a teammate. I'm still on this national team. And I've got a responsibility to show up for my teammates, a responsibility to, to show these guys this is how you react to adversity. And I think people can relate to that. So when I speak, I want to speak on being real. I want to speak on some dark stuff some, sometimes when I failed, but then encourage the audience, encourage whoever I'm speaking to. This is your choice in this all right, yeah, you're down, but where are you going to go next? Are you going to dig yourself a bigger hole? Or are you going to get back up and find an opportunity? And I know that you will find an opportunity. And, you know, you, you spoke of, of the Tokyo Olympics coming up 
can you can you give us a sense of the level of excitement that you're having, you know, coming up with, you know, with it being canceled last year, we're all living through COVID, COVID times. I know it was postponed. Yeah. What level of excitement are you and your teammates feeling right now with the possibility that it's actually going to happen uh, this year? We, we are so pumped and ready to go. Uh, we had our first camp at the end of January into February, and it was so good to be back out on the court after 10 and a half months um, with the guys. And, and man, we're, we're excited. I know teams around the world are trying to get in training camps now, and it's going to be a battle. Our, our top competitors are Australia, Japan, Great Britain, Canada. France, um, those are probably the, the top competitors that are competing for the medal stand. And I mean, we're, we got gold on our mind, man. We got some golden visions, that's for sure. So we're, uh, we're excited. We're hungry. We're ready to work. So um, I, I mean, I know, you know, it takes hard work. It takes practice. You can't just show up and just start shooting the basketball and expect it to go in. And it's like, this is the fun part of it, the grind uh, of getting through the next five months. And hopefully we're on top of the podium. I mean, there's always something special when you get to put, you know, a, a special brand across your chest. For me, I was able to do it for 18 years for the Harlem Globetrotters. And now you get to put that USA on your chest. I mean, I know that you came up as a as a football player and maybe you had aspirations of going to the NFL. But did you ever imagine that you'd have an opportunity to put that USA across your chest and be an Olympian? Man, it's funny how God works because I was so mad about getting my college career taken away and I was riding on a bus around the Midwest playing college football. And then all of a sudden it's like you're traveling the world with those special colors and letters on your chest. It's such an honor. My, uh, my little brother, when I was in London for the Paralympics, he was over in Afghanistan serving for our country um, in the army. He was in the infantry. And, um, and so it's always an honor for me. I know I'm just playing a sport. But it's it, it means a lot to me and it, it means um, a lot to represent our country and represent the freedom that we have um, represents a, a country that we're shooting for equality and for unity within our country. And uh, anytime I put that on, it's 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 an honor. You're listening in to the Kindness of Free podcast with our guest, Joe Delagrave. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Go ahead and share with some friends who need some kindness in their life. Joe, I'm going to ask you this. If you had extra money in your budget, not saying that I know how much money that you have or nothing like that, how would you spend it and why? Man, how would I spend it and why? I'm a simple guy, man. I'm a simple guy. Uh, my wife's dream is to travel the United States in like an RV, in like an RV van thing, and uh, and just go around and and I'll talk and she, and she wants to just travel and be a minimalist for like a year. That's what we do. We had all the so, money in the world. So that's, so, you, that's so you're gonna do. you're gonna be a, a United States globe trotter, huh? I'll be a globe man. I'll be a globe trotter. Right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. I need the jersey. Yeah, man. I just I just you know I really recall. I, I've never been to a wheelchair rugby game, but you know I've been to a couple of. Um, communities where wheelchair basketball is, is really prevalent and it's just always an inspiration to see the determination and the love that the guys develop for the sport because sometimes as you know having all of our limbs working we tend to take take things for granted so I just want to commend you and, and, and you know let you know how much gratitude I have in the determination and the effort that you continuously put in each and every day to provide for your family to you know make the USA proud in rugby and to you know continue to search for your dreams even though, yeah. you know, you're faced with 
some things that a lot of us aren't faced with. So, you know, big kudos to you. And I'm, again, so grateful that you, you've taken time out uh, to be on this podcast. And so I want to ask you now, is there anything that I didn't ask you that you want to share with our listeners right now? So if, if I haven't, go ahead and feel free to share with our listeners anything that, you know, you may want to share a positive message or a quote or anything. Hey, I, I just want to tell you guys, leg day is overrated. I haven't done leg day for 17 years, man. I like to keep it light, but man, I tell you what, like, regardless of the choices you made in life, regardless of where you're at with your circumstances, whatever that is for you, like you get to carve out a path. You get that choice. Uh, I love her that you, the choice to spread kindness, the choice to spread joy and love or choosing to be a victor, man. That's, that's, it's so important to me. It's my purpose to share people, share with people that, with that. And it's like, the last thing is find it, find a group of people like I have with my wife and kids that will just love on you and build you up and who you're supposed to be. So um, that's super important as well. But man, I think, thank you for the opportunity to be on here, um, to chat with you and just really appreciate it. You guys all better be mashing that, mashing that subscribe button. <laughs> that's Absolutely. right. Kindness is free podcast with my man, Joe Delagrave. Delagrave. Uh, you can find Joe at www.joedelagrave.com. Joe, what other social media outlets what might we find you on? I know you have a YouTube channel because I've actually subscribed to it. Hey, thank you, man. We're just starting the YouTube channel. You can go there for some one to two minute videos where I'm just uh, speaking some, some hopefully some inspiration or um, nudging you a certain way uh, once a week. So hit that subscribe button. Uh, over at Joe Delagrave and uh, at, at, at Instagram at jdelagrave14. Um, so we'll be rock and roll on there as well. So reach out if you ever have any questions or any thoughts. Absolutely. Appreciate that. All right, man. You, you're truly an inspiration. Again, I can't thank you enough uh, for taking time, time out of your practice schedule down in Birmingham, Alabama, preparing for the Olympics uh, to join us and spread some kindness to our listeners and i like to end the show by asking you a question, Joe. I'm going to have you say it with me. When I say say it with me, you say kindness is free, okay? Can we do that? Let's say do it, it with me. Kindness is free. One more time. Say it with me. Kindness is free. Thank you all for tuning in to the Kindness is Free podcast with me, your host, Herb Lang. Thanks to all our listeners and guests for being so kind and sharing your time with us. Please don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Kindness is free, so let's give it away in abundance, knowing we will never run out. Say it with me. Kindness is free. Until next time, be kind.